back to the Tell It Again podcast, the show for all the best stories you've never heard. Uh, we're back. I feel like every time I've recorded, uh, there's been a, a short hiatus. Uh, my goal, it's the funny thing is, is like there should never be a hiatus because I've never set any expectations for you. You shouldn't know how often I'm going to record, you know. But because I've set them in my head and I haven't met the. Maybe they're a week, maybe they're two weeks, maybe it's a month. I don't know. You don't know how often I'm going to record. But every time I record, I'm, I'm, I'm a week later, I'm two weeks later. I'm, I'm figuring it out. I'm learning, I'm seeing, and I'm, and I'm realizing, you know, that, uh, you know, like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park, life uh, gets in the way. I know that's not the line, but make it work, you know. Um, my two kids are are very badly behaved. They're the fucked up part is they're really good in restaurants and people always tell me they go, Oh, your kids are so good. Your kids are so good. Like, no, they're fucking not, dude. Like, don't tell me, don't patronize me. Don't tell me that they're good. You know shit about these kids. Okay, the little one, the baby, the eight-month-old grabs me by the leg hairs and she throws fits and she looks at me with this nasty uh, night fire from Stephen King face with only the bottom two teeth and she snarls at me she grabs as hard as she can onto my leg hairs or my my leg fat and she just grips and she knows what she's fucking doing she knows exactly what she's doing she's mean you know she does it to her sister she does it to my wife she does it to me she's a bad baby and she doesn't know any better I can't teach her because she's eight months old you know but and and from seven to nine, when I'm supposed to be relaxing and having a nice time, that's her witching hour. That's when she is the worst. That's when she is, you know, Damien. And the older one is fine, but she's learning how to say no and how to be defiant. And I guess I should be grateful that she's smart and she's she knows and she's thinks and she's inquisitive and stuff, but she just uses her powers for evil. And it's just frustrating because I see what she's doing and I see it and I look at her in her eyes and she thinks she's smart. You know, and I feel like a child a lot of the time too. Sometimes when I'm trying to do adult things, I think, well, I don't know how to do this, you know. But then I see my kid try to get away with something and it's so transparent. I'm like, I fucking know what you're doing. Like, how dumb do you think? And it's, then I feel like maybe I'm not a child anymore because I'm, I'm so removed from that place where I thought I was the one who was getting away with things. <sighs> but this is, this, the beginning portion of this episode is the, excution, the excuses column. Um, so, so my children being bad, that's excuse one for not coming back. Excuse two, I went to the emergency room on uh, Monday Thanks for asking how I was. Um, I'm 28 years old, and I'm pretty sure that I have some form of arthritis uh, and chronic back pain. And for a second, I thought that I had gout, which I don't know, it makes sense because all I do is eat red beef, red meat, seafood, and red wine and liquor, and sit on my ass because I got to take care of the kids. Bring it back to topic one callback for you. Um, I just have random joints that swell. My back hurts. I struggle getting out of bed. And I go to my regular military doctor and he tells me, he says, oh yeah, you just have back pain. Just fucking deal with it, dude. Don't come back. You don't want surgery, right? 
I go, well, no, I don't want surgery. He goes, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't think you should get surgery, so just don't come back. It's like there's no in-between there. You know what I mean? There's no in-between of treatment. It's like you can either have your back cut open and probably make your life worse forever or just go back home and limp around your house, you know? And so finally, I, I can't deal with it. I'm having a hard time. My car shits the bed. I have to get it towed. I'm trying to deal with that. And I, my wife talks me into going to the acid right into my butt cheek and some bullshit muscle, muscle relaxers that you can't even abuse. And I go home and I'm better. I'm fixed and my mood is better. And that's, you know what, that's probably what was going on with me, why I didn't feel like I had the motivation to record the last couple of weeks. I was dealing with severe pain and bad kids and other things like that. And so, but here I am. Here I am, I'm back, and this week, there's not going to be any break uh, this week because it's going to be a short episode, but I just want to talk about, and a lot of people I hope can relate, I'm just going to talk about how much of an absolute dickhead my little brother is. My brother is 24 years old. He lives in downtown Los Angeles, and I currently he's he's technically homeless, I guess you could say, because he's bounced around from his friends' places. But previous to this, he was living in a very nice uh, fourth level, four out of four level. Um, I guess technically it's the penthouse, but you know it's a two bedroom place uh, apartment in Hollywood where you can see the Hollywood side sign. And I look it up, and the place, the website has these places going for like $4,500 a month, which is a lot for somebody who has no job and is not paying their rent, which my parents are doing. Somehow his portion of it's only $1,000. And they're paying it, and I don't get into it, you know what I mean? Because it's not my kid, it's not my business, it's not who am I to tell them if they want to take care of their kid, do it how they want to do it. But he's trying to be, half the time he's trying to be a model, half the time he's trying to be a, a social media influencer, and the other part of the time he's trying to uh, work for my dad at extortion levels of salary. My brother's unskilled completely. To give you a little background, my brother tried to join the same military service that I did. He did two weeks longer of boot camp. And in that second longer week that he was there, he was kicked out for underage drinking when he was on his off-base liberty. So he would have been done in about five days. And as a 20-year-old, he drank. And people noticed and in his much later week than most others, he was sent home. And, I mean, that happens. You know, kids fuck up. He's a 20-year-old. He, he, you know, he was kind of pushed into it, so I'm sympathetic to that. But the fucked up part is, after the fact, was his shitty attitude where he tells me that he is, because he made it through this boot camp, He's basically qualified for any job in the world. And I looked at him, 
with a very deadpan expression and I said, I've been in this service for 10 years and I'm still not qualified for any other job in the world. This is the one that I have. This is the one I'm qualified for. I'm not minimally qualified. He's kind of like Dale from Step Brothers where he wants to just join the family business and being the family business is being a medical doctor. My brother just needs to inject himself into middle management in whatever he does. There's no concept of just doing it and learning it. Whatever he does, he needs to be paid at least $20 an hour and he needs to be in charge of something. And he has negative, negative skills. Less than zero skills, he has negative skills because he's detriment to the work environment. And he, and he holds my dad hostage for all this stuff, for all, for all the work, for all the effort, for everything like that. And so he does that with his, you know, pseudo-military service. And the other thing, his, you know, he fucks up. He does his own thing. This is my venting thing. That's why I'm, you know, saying these things to you. I wouldn't say them necessarily to anybody else. But he's just such a dickhead about it. And he's so rude. And I like, you know, I'm not the most coordinated person in the world. I'm not, I wasn't big, I'm not very good at sports and stuff, but I'm an adult and I have, you know, I have jet skis. I have, you know, fun things I like to do. I'll go snowboarding from time to time, wakeboarding, whatever. You know, I'm okay at that. I have a GoPro. I scuba dive. I have a GoPro. When I first got my GoPro a few years ago, my brother looks at me and he goes, you're not going to do anything fun with that. You should just give it to me. And I looked at him. And I, I said, why don't you get the fuck out of my house that you're at celebrating Christmas at, you fucking asshole? And he just looks at me with this smug, and it makes it worse that he's got a fucking six-pack and he doesn't work out. He's probably 148 pounds, 5'10", and he just doesn't need to work out, and he's just shredded. He looks like Matthew McConaughey, and it's fucked up, you know, and he's got this long, shitty hair. And that's him before. And so recently, and I try to like be understanding because he's not that smart. And he just, I really don't think that he knows what it is that he's doing. I, think, I don't think he realizes that he's doing anything in, wrong. I th- and I don't believe he acts maliciously. But he's just so clueless. And he's so selfish that he, he... It was his birthday the other day, and my parents happened to be in town staying at my house, and he's hanging out with his friends uh, in the similar area. And so he calls my mother, goes, yeah, or he calls, uh, yeah, my mother, and he says, yeah, I want to come over. I want to come see you guys. I want to come hang out with you. I'm 20 minutes away, and obviously he doesn't have any money. So my mother says to me, she goes, will you call him an Uber? I go, sure, no problem. What's his address? I get it call the Uber. What happens? The Uber shows up. I send him, I send him the text. I say, Uber's on the way. It's Raul in a Toyota Camry. Uber gets there. I text him. I say, Raul has arrived. He's there in his silver Toyota Camry. And it's fucking radio silence. And I don't see anything. I'm just watching my phone, watching my phone. Five minutes goes by. Seven minutes goes by. All of a sudden, Raul drives away. 
and it's you can hear a pin drop and I'm waiting and I get a big fucking notification that says your ride's canceled there's five bucks for you and my brother and I leave it alone and my brother texts me he goes hey yeah the guy's not here can you call another one and I go, motherfucker, the dude was there, and I told you three times, and you knew he was there, and you took your sweet-ass time. He used to do this when we were kids. When we had to go to school, I'm sitting in the car with my mom, waiting, and I'm going to be late, and he's in there fixing his goddamn hair. And it's been this way for years. I don't know how... I, like, I'm not going to beat him up. You know, that's what dumb people tell me to do. They're like, hey, you need his ass kicked. It's like, no, idiot. Kicking somebody's ass isn't going to do anything. You know, I'm not his parent. No, but he's just like, he's just such a dickhead. And so, so he's, the, the Uber thing happens. And I tell my mother, I go, no, I'm not calling him another Uber. You can, I don't have to behave the way that you guys do with him. So he can figure it out on his own. So my mother calls him an Uber. On his way there, he says, yeah, I'm going to bring my friends by. My mother, I tell him, I go, no, I have two small children, as I've told you before. My mother says, no. Don't bring them over. You can't bring people over here. You can't do that. My brother shows up by himself. He's there for about 15 minutes. He's hammered drunk. And then uh, 10 minutes later, five of his friends show up. And they're hanging out. And I don't have near enough booze for these people or food. So now I'm out with my dad, picking up some uh, uh, deep dish pizza to take and bake to bring home. Now we have to go to another store to pick up food, buy more booze, do all this thing. Because my brother certainly doesn't have any money. He asked me once to buy him, uh, we were out drinking, I was home in our hometown, and we're out, and we happen to be in the same bar together, and I think he was newly 21. And he goes, hey man, will you, will you uh, buy me a beer? Oh well, yeah, I'll buy you a beer, no problem. Oh, what kind? He says, PBR. I go, sure, yeah. So I get to the counter, and I'm like, yeah, let me get a, a vodka soda and a uh, PBR. And over my shoulder, I just hear this dude yell, and he yells to the, to the bartender, he just goes, talk in. And I turn to him, and I just go, don't you ever fucking do that ever again? That was the most rude, ridiculous thing to get somebody to buy you something and then ask for the upgrade later. When you, What am I going to do? Say no? Like, what the fuck's the matter with you? And so he brings all his friends over. And they drink all my booze. They eat all my food. And, and then the next day, he calls. He's like, oh, it was fun, right? And I go, yeah, I guess it was fine. But you know what, dude? That was, that was pretty fucked up. You know, we asked you not to do that. He goes, well, I mean, it worked out fine, didn't it? I go, dude, I got kids. Right? So you can't tell. He's like, well, I don't know why you're being a dick. I go, all right, well, I guess this conversation, we're done here because we're not going to get to the same place. I don't know. He's 24. I hope I hold out that he's going to figure it out, that he's going to realize that the way he takes advantage of people, but I don't know. I don't know if this is a very good episode this week. This is more just a vent thing about my brother to talk about that, but if you do listen, I hope that you like it. <laughs>